Greetings and welcome to the first Kingery Commentary Podcast. Welcome all. I am Seth Adam Scherf. I am James Tyler. I am Susan Bridges. I write things. She writes lovely, lovely things. Yes, great words. And here we go with the commentary in three, two, one. The following pendant production contains subject matter of an adult nature. Listener discretion is advised. Thank you. I try. Yes, if there are any kidlets out there, they shouldn't be listening to this. (laughs) Yes, if you're 12, stop (laughs) right here. You know, that was the weirdest thing to find out when I was working on Wonder Woman and having Mm -hmm. M. Sierra Garcia, she wore a t-shirt out and someone who's like 12 years old was like, I listen to Wonder Woman. And I was like, whoa. So, James, this is the first episode that you have uh, directed portions of it in your journey to becoming the director, period, of the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so my journey to become your replacement. Uh, cough, cough. Um, Thank you. <laughs> but no, you've been very helpful sort of in kind of getting into the groove of... Um, the show, and I have a couple scenes in this one and more in the next one, but it's definitely been a very pleasant experience kind of getting into the role of doing this. So. Did you mix and this one, James? Hmm? Did you mix this first one? I did not do the final mix, no, but I I did two scenes, and then, but I am doing the final mix for the next one. Oh, yes, that's right. mind if I help you look for them, will you? It's right here. Let's crack it open, shall we? But you'll know the scenes that I did because they're the ones that are awesome. <laughs> Absolutely spectacular. Alicia Lowe Matheson is Madeline Gray. <laughs> Certainly above me. I'm sure Regina sent you my Alicia has gotten a lot of roles. Sometimes I forget who she is, and I'm like, oh, whoa, that's Alicia. I was listening to. Uh, the Wonder Woman episode earlier and was like, oh my god. Uh, now I blanked on her name. Aww. <laughs> uh, Catwoman. Okay. Um, Lexi, Lexi Rawl. Lexi. Plays both Athena and, and uh, I'm blanking on the character's name. Um, <laughs> when she visits uh, Jonathan yeah, in the hospital. Yeah, that girl. Yeah, that girl. Ella. Ella. She's such a great character actor. Well, while we're talking about actors, I just want to say that I think the acting on this show in particular is just phenomenal, just spot on a lot of the time. So I told Jeffrey this when he asked me if I could sort of take over directing duties, and I just said, well, you know, it's ironically helping me because Kingery is actually my favorite pendant show, so it worked out really well. I think we really, we really looked out on, on the selection of actors. And Pete's a great Tommy. Pete. Overworking Pete. Pete is Ricardo talented. This first scene, this little scene here, is with uh, Asa and Tithia. Yeah. And Jonathan as Asa. I feel like he's my little protege from Wonder Woman. <laughs> this, yeah, this is Jonathan in another, like, hundred years or so. <laughs> Go 
And up swells the music. Excellent job on that. I like the music, I do. David Alexander McDonald has outdone himself. Well, He's a lovely person. And this is the first scene of James's work. Yes, not my debut. Um, an interesting sort of background story on this is the prop voice we actually had to recreate because we couldn't get oh, yeah. the old... The filters that Seth has, has done don't work on the audio program that I'm using. I have a newer version of it, long story on that. But basically, I, I had to go in, yeah, um, I had to go back and basically manually recreate it. And I think I got it pretty close. I mean, it bugs me still, but I just kind of heard the creation of it. So Actually, I think you got it really, really close. It's, it's hard to tell the difference to me. It does sound very good. And I, we had similar problems last year with the crossover with Darkseid, because I did do a little voice mod on him, and since it was a crossover and all the different directors, so that was a little tricky sometimes. No, wait, not the model, the, the, the person within the model. But no, so that was probably the biggest hurdle, and sort of this scene was trying to get the plot right, and then once getting that done, you know, just the regular pacing and so forth. But no, I had a lot of fun doing this scene. His voice sounds very squishy, as it should. <laughs> I must imagine him leaving little wet spots on the floor as he walks by. <laughs> like a slime trail. Mm. A wet trail. Not sure it's slime. Not sure what it is. It's red. We know it's red. And very wet. I love Hook. Very little. Here's a funny little story. Perry Riddle wouldn't that by who line. Um, and I don't know how many people know this, but Perry Riddle sends in about ten takes for every line. Oh, yeah. No matter how long or how short, and that one was just a hoot because by the time of listening to all the takes, it just didn't even sound like English anymore. <laughs> it was such a just short little line, and you just said it with every inflection you can imagine. Oh yeah, Perry is great for doing pretty much all over the map. Any any type of emotion you want, he will bring up. He'll do take after take. Philip Weber does that too, so I've had mm. some experience with that. <laughs> yeah, it was the same thing with him. I was just like, oh, what? There are like so many takes. <laughs> Hopefully, some left over for a blooper reel. You know, it's crazy that his voice is so nuts that it changes so much that when he does, he totally breaks character, and I'm like, that doesn't even sound like the same person. Perry's very good with the accents. I had a lot of fun with this scene, but it was really talky. Really? I don't think so. I mean, you know, it's a radio show, so most of it is talky. <laughs> <laughs> I sound like I'm complaining about, you know, silent film going away. Well, that was a sad moment in, in, in film history. That's right. In my lifetime. The local uh, Nickelodeon near me just recently closed down, so oh. I think it's officially gone. Boo-hoo, and time marches on. Oh, Rock's getting uppity. Yay. Nice door. Very nice door. Yeah, it's 
I love that door. <laughs> We're geeks. We like great sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> well, they are. I've been blessed with with obtaining some really, really excellent sound effects, especially for the casino portions. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those are fantastic. I've, I've sent those to you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've just been recently listening to them, and it's just such an amazing atmosphere. And you don't even really, like... Like, if you take it out of any Kingery episode that has it, like, you would yeah. miss it, but you don't really notice it until you think about it. See, that's good really audio right there. You've done great, kid. I got a new mm-hmm. job for you now. It's easy, I promise. You deserve a break. Okay, Tia. Hey, Tommy, what a great monster. Uh, uh, businessman, businessman. <laughs> yeah, it's completely legitimate. <laughs> yes, yes, of course. This new job. I want you out on the um, I don't know how many people have noticed. I try to put uh, a radio behind Arkell. Um, it may not be as noticeable in the uh, the web downloads, but definitely on the uh, the the higher quality ones. I, I try to put a radio behind him, like on a on a table, just playing some of uh, David David's music. Yeah, I actually have noticed that. It's a great atmosphere choice, I think, because it's just sort of. It's just a prop that's sort of in that room, but it's never really mentioned. It just kind of makes the room seem more real in that way. Every once in a while, he'll open the cabinet that 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 apparently it's on top of to get something in. But uh, usually, that's just reserved for the radio. Hey, Tommy, I was just. Good morning, Madeline. <laughs> Ooh, actually, I have a question about Madeline. This is kind of a geeky question, but um, the, is the name an actual uh, X-Men reference, or is that just a complete coincidence? No, it's actually, I must have suggested the name because I had this character from some old stories way back that I had this Madeline who was a cop, and she had, well, she had a police dog in my stories, but... That was a long time ago, but I suggested it when... <laughs> every time there's a girl cop, I want to name her Madeline, and it just stuck for this one, so... Worked out pretty well for this. I guess. I didn't know there was an X-Men Madeline. No, there's, well, there's not. It, I could go into explain it, but there's basically... <laughs> there could be a very clever X-Men pun in the name Madeline Gray, so... Um, yeah, I didn't pick but, Gray, so that wasn't me. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a there was just something when that character first came up, I was like, I wonder if that's intentional. But that's just me being a dork. Was it, so wasn't Gray a, a collective decision in the yeah, planning? It was. Yeah. Weirdly. Yeah. <coughs> we do everything together. Aww. Uh, one of the things I really enjoyed um, was was turning the background radio music into the transition music and bringing it up full, and then. Yeah, that's pretty hot. I watch a lot of CSI. Ah, see, I don't, so... (laughs) There you go. That was easier than I thought it would be. And a lot of Hogan's Heroes, you hear that in Dixie. (laughs) Actually, that's a lie, I've never seen Hogan's Heroes. I'm sorry, I've never seen (gasps) Hogan's Heroes. (laughs) I plan to rectify it, it's on my list. I need, uh, soul vacationers. 
the cheery hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy computer voice. Eddie, the shipboard computer. How many are current? There are currently 22 That computer voice is pretty comical. I, I don't know why, but this thing just cracks me up. Like it cracked up when I was reading it, and then when I heard it, it made me laugh even more. I sneak comedy into everything. Look, please display. That's a great little scene. It's just to the point where sometimes I'm like, I think this dramatic scene is too funny. Well, and it's just one of those things where it's like everyone has that frustration of trying to communicate with technology, and how much more annoying would it be if everything had a voice? Yeah, good point. Just But you know, it's like that now. You try to call FedEx, and you're like, schedule a pickup. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sorry. Did you say schedule a pickup? I've been on the phone a lot. I mean, this is my other thing. No, it's fine. Oh yes, yes, this is this is James' other scene for this episode, and he did a really crappy job. No, 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 he did outstanding. He did absolutely outstanding. This, I mean, this was between the two scenes I did. This was the harder one um, because of the second half of it, a lot of the action that's going on. But um, I tried to have some fun with it and try to add different touches. One thing I'll mention it when it comes up, but um, when Jawbone comes in, his foot they're they're asked for footsteps in the script, and I went for sort of staggering footsteps instead of just straight steps because of uh, the sort of influences drunkenness. So. Oh, nice. Very good. He loves the artistic part. People don't think about these things. Questionable things. There'd be no one left standing in this resort. Julie, I, I, I don't know what to. Just forget it. I'm here to pick up my work orders for you today, sir. Um. Well. Uh, let me. I can't help listening. I know. You just kind of get Like, oh wait. Nice little flip of the pages there. I do miss mixing sometimes. I'm still mixing some of the trailers for Wonder Woman. Eventually, I won't do that either, but it's nice to do it so often. Eventually, maybe you'll do it again someday. I know. We have, like, little pet projects that I would love to work on, but right now, yeah. things are kind of nuts. Here's a big, um, hooks moment coming up here pretty soon. Yay. Chip Joel is Jawbone. Great choice. Great choice. I couldn't help it. This was just so asking for it in the script. <laughs> really sounds like Hooks is getting just the crap beaten out of him. And just being manhandled. Woo! Manhandled. Not in a good way. Stop it! Oh yes, and a uh, nice Back to the Future reference. Yay. I couldn't help it when I read the outline. I'm like, oh, that is so going to happen. <laughs> Except with a slightly altered ending. Slightly <laughs> altered, yeah. Are you okay? Oh, oh no. See, I just, every time I see that line, I'm like, music swells in my head, but it's the Back to the Future music, of course. <laughs> You could mix that in, but that would I be know, a that be good. copyright thing. Yeah, well. Yeah. Original show, yeah, yeah, I got it. <laughs> I mean, we could do that in, like, you know, the, the fan version, if you oh, want. Oh, yeah, that would be totally awesome. 
yeah, you can make a version especially for her. Well, no, when I'm usually when I'm mixing in my head before I lay down the the David's music, I actually most times I'll have a piece of a soundtrack in my head anyway, and I try to match what I'm hearing in my head with um, what David has sent me in terms of his music. And he's given us such a broad sort of choice to pick from that you can usually find something that's pretty close. Oh my god, yes. Oh my god. Once again, Asa and Tithia. Great combo. Jonathan, Carl, and Cat, Tithia. And she kind of complains, she's like, you always cast me as teenagers, but, but Donna, she's just so good at it. Yeah. <laughs> I've obviously spent too much time in airports. You know, Jeffrey even commented, he's like, you know, those background announcements, those are really good. <laughs> I'm like, thank you, executive producer. <laughs> Why, thank you. Thank you. I tried to find the, the, the perfect voice, just the perfect blase. Oh, yeah, and I put my birthday in there. <laughs> what was that? Flight 729. <laughs> That's my birthday. Ah. I'm a nerd. Nerd, nerd, nerd. Yes, you are. Yeah, yeah. I know. Don't ever change. <laughs> we nerds have to stick together. We do. There aren't enough of us. I tried to um, do a, a mix of, like, regular, um, plane-sounding planes taking off and some, like, sci-fi playing noises in the background. Well, one of the big rules you told me was not to make too much um, just sort of sci-fi noises. Right. And you need to have sort of real-world noises in there, too, or it doesn't feel grounded at all. So. Right. One of the things that we wanted from the get-go get was to make it, you know, totally this world. As if you could just step through a door and there you are on the kingery. Mm -hmm. Which is why you don't hear, like, you know... Yeah, that's why you hear, like, real casinos in the background and so forth that have that mm -hmm. sense of reality and depth to it, which I think is a really great choice. Oh, I do try to add, like, a, a sci-fi casino. I, I think I have a few um, sci-fi-type noises for that, but the majority of it is traditional casino. There's my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> Yay, offended woman. Yay, loading guy. Thank you, pendant list, for delivering us offended woman and loading guy. That's right. Oh, your birthday is uh, leaving soon. Oh, it is indeed. It's actually gone. Yeah, for Sorry. Hmm. Until next year. Excellent cabinet opening noises, by the way. It was hard you, to write I this because I'm thinking, how am I going to get this through audio, you know? Very action-y. For me, that's one of the fun parts is is looking for 
those those specific sound effects, and if I can't find them, then designing them from like pieces of two or three other sound effects. This is a great fall, by the way. Thank you. That's a, a cardboard box being pushed over. I think two cardboard boxes. You were right. I do need to get away. Far away. Great, great last line. And I figured, you know, a lot of the episodes have this great ending theme music I thought for this. Why not just have it go out with the ship taking off? It's a great cliffhanger, I think. Wee. Yay for cliffhangers. What happens in the next episode? That's right. Who knows? What happens? Where does she go? When will she be back? Will she be back? Is she okay? No one knows. Tune in. Same bat time. Same bat channel. Oh, wait. (laughs) No, you have to do that in the Batman voice. Same bat time. (laughs) Same bat channel. Yay. Excellent. (laughs) Well, I think I picked the, the ending music, like, before the show was even had even started mixing. I like it. David had sent this, uh, this scene. And oddly enough, I decided, one of the things uh, I decided was not to have opening music. Carl Glassmeyer is Asa. Harry Whittle is Hooks. That only annoys me on my iPod when I can't tell which one it is, because I've only got the little shuffle that doesn't have the little menu. Yeah. So I'm like, which episode is this? Darn it. Mike Winters is the you figured out my secret. I did it just to annoy you. <laughs> Chip is it's okay, I'm disorganized. Paula Cartwright is the female announcer. Kevin Schwab yeah. is the Aren't we all? And Marley Norton this is was the fun. Woman. Written by Susan Bridges. Oh, look, that's me again. Yay, Susan Bridges. Yay. Oh, there's And James Tyler. Congratulations. The Kingery, created All by names were said. And that's a wrap. Well, great episode, everybody. I really enjoyed working on this, and look forward to all the other ones to come. Yes. Cast and crew, we love you all. Mwah. Mm, big love. Big love. This is Seth signing off. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Good night. Good night. <laughs>